technological developments have had as great an impact on our lives as these two idiots. Stop telling me you two are pretty good. Best in the company. Golly, I'm so impressed. You're talking about line of sight. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Welcome to Line of Sight. This is episode number 132 for April the 12th, 2022. And my name is Adam. And my name is Nathan. Thanks for joining us on a very special episode of Line (laughs) of Sight. Uh, We'll be talking about the, the new blockbuster not released in theaters in Canada. <laughs> no. Uh, Moonfall. Roland Emmerich's Moonfall. Um, why wasn't this released in Canada? Probably lockdowns. Yeah. Um, when was it released, though? I think February. Right. January, February. Yeah, that that's the best hint we got so far. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you mean. (laughs) I think you do. (laughs) Um, what's new and exciting this week? How are you, Nathan? I am fine. I've uh, my son was sick today, so played lots of Mario Kart. It was fantastic. So, yeah, not not too much going on. Uh, got myself the DeLorean Lego. Mm. Nice. <laughs> so, doing that. Uh, I don't know. It comes in, like, you can put it into any of the three movies. So, the obvious thing, if you're going to put it on display, you would think you put the first movie out but then it doesn't have all the details like uh uh what's this is embarrassing mr fusion and things like that mm-hmm. and then it's just like and i kind of like how it looks in the third one with all the stuff on the hood mm-hmm. and all that stuff and then it can have the wheels bent out to look mm-hmm. like it's flying so it's like yes the first one's the iconic recognizable thing but the other ones you kind of enjoy it as well so yeah and you can switch it up at any time so you yeah, don't have it, to commit to one no but it, it it's not just it's not easy you have to take it apart to do it well there's yeah it's not just like two pieces it's it's a bit of a process so if i'm going to put it on display i know it's just going to sit there so yeah i don't know what i'm going to do big decisions yeah for me i think for sure i'd be number two right the flying mr fusion i think is the best (laughs) which technically is still in the first one well, that's the thing, and technically, like, I guess the third one, but, like, 
they have the old like 1950s tires for the third one All like right. they you, uh, uh, make it's the same wheels but you make the uh, hubcaps a little different but right like at, at the same time uh, yeah there's there's a combination you can justify it, but it's just like it doesn't have the. They didn't go full out. They never. They don't give you uh, train tires for it. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be the full, <laughs> the full experience. But yeah, it's pretty fun. So yeah, just looking at trying to see where I can put them because I want to put them in the basement. But there's not a lot of room there for shelving. So, yeah. But I'll figure it out. I'll manage. Somehow I'll manage. <laughs> yeah. Michael Scott. Um, How about you, Adam? Anything new and exciting? I don't think so. I th- things are pretty normal around here. Uh, nothing new to report. Report nothing. No big purchases. No small purchases. Just uh, yeah. I think we didn't talk too long ago because we were a little late. So I feel like yeah, nothing. <laughs> nothing has changed. Uh, although it is warmer out, I'll say that. <laughs> it is. I think we've we're getting past it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel like I actually got a sunburn today, even though it wasn't <laughs> sunny. Unless I'm getting sick again, but my face just feels hot. Like my skin. I was eating out of Wendy's in front of a window, like right. facing the window at one of the like not a bar, but like a counter where you've got the, the, the tall of chairs. And I was like, man, it's warm here. Even though it wasn't sunny out, I knew the sun was in that direction. And I feel like maybe I got a little bit of sun from that. And it's weird because I really wasn't outside much. Uh, right. So that's me. <laughs> I hope I'm not sick again, but who knows? Um, yeah, I, other than last night watching the delightful moonfall, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, that's about it. And actually, yeah, I haven't even really been watching a lot of movies, um, so far and we're only like a week into April, but compared to recently, um, I've been playing more video games, I think, is the thing. Yeah, and I've been... That F1 series on Netflix, I'm on my the fourth and final season. It really is not that good. It's addicting, <laughs> but it's really not that good. It's actually frustrating how they make it, but I'm so in on it now that it's like i got to see how this finishes out so uh yeah still plugging along with that have you did you watch any moonfall 
Not Moonfall. Yeah, that's why we're here. <laughs> What's the other one? White Moon? What's the... Uh, Moon Knight? Moon Knight. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, I watched the first episode of Marvel's Moon Knight on Disney+, Plus, and I think the second one's out today. All right. Um, first episode was very good. I would go as far to say that it's probably the best Marvel Disney Plus show, episode one at least. Uh, it seems like some of these take a little while to get my interest peaked, but this uh, is very good. I like Oscar Isaac and the style, uh, some of the tricks they're doing, I think, are working. And uh, I will also, I'm watching it on my own. I don't think Brenda cares, so that frees me up to watch whenever. Um, so, yeah, I'll probably watch it each week. Nice. Interesting that it's also moon. Yeah, it is. Real real moon agenda we got going on here. Yeah. Well, we don't have to drag it out. You loved Moonfall. <laughs> well... I will say this. I had a great time watching it. Um, So for anyone joining us, (laughs) Moonfall 2022, uh, directed by Roland Emmerich, written by Roland Emmerich and a couple other guys, starring Halle Berry, Patrick Wilson, John Bradley, and no one else of note other than Michael Pena, but he also doesn't really matter in this movie. Um, How dare you? The, what's the synopsis? A mysterious force knocks the moon from its orbit around Earth and sends it hurtling on a collision course with life as we know it. Uh, So, yeah, pretty... I don't know. Is this a unique setup? I guess it is. The moon falling is kind of a unique thing, but I feel like it will go through it, but uh, it's borrowing heavily from Independence Day specifically. Uh, It's got a little bit of the uh, Armageddon kind of feel. Oh, I also felt a lot of uh, don't look up. type stuff where there's a, there's a little bit of that. It's not quite the same kind of movie, but uh, I was thinking of that uh, while watching it. And uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it is a modern blockbuster, as I called it before. I think it's just, uh, or not even, maybe not modern, but a modern classic blockbuster in the vein of the classic <laughs> I don't know if this is making sense. <laughs> Are you having a stroke? <laughs> I think it is in the vein of a classic big budget blockbuster, but in today's day and age, probably doesn't live up to those standards. But it is um, really, really dialing in on that. Yeah. Uh, it is yeah, yeah, I can see all those influences in it. It but 
as for me, it was not bringing it. The dumb fun was just not there. There wasn't enough fun, and it was too dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Even too dumb for me. Uh, And this is a guy that loves Patrick Wilson in Aquaman. (laughs) So, (laughs) uh, yeah. Ocean Master is that his name? Yeah, Ocean Master. There we go. Uh, right off the bat, you know there's there's going to be a problem. First of all, that it's a winter, late winter release is always a bad sign. And then the five to six companies that made the movie in the credits, it's like presented by, introducing by, in association with it's just like just keeps going there's like five or six of them and it's like well that's a lot of desperate funding to get this thing going and not everyone wants to spread the risk out or there's just so many investors they all just want a piece of the roll and pie yeah I I did not hate it this doesn't make me angry (laughs) <laughs> or anything like that. Uh, I'm not... I'm a little disappointed because I was seeing reviews like that Roland Embrick's back. <laughs> and it's just like... Oh, yeah. I, that reminds me. I have uh, a list going on Letterboxd for Roland Emmerich movies, ranking them. I gotta okay. figure out where this one falls. I'll let you know. Well, th- with that in mind... His other movies. I did not care for this. And not in the all-time movies, like comparing it to everything else. But purely comparing it to his movies. And, like, The Patriot is such an anomaly as well. But, like, just comparing it to his disaster movies, specifically. Hmm. It's just, like, this is... I've never seen uh, 10,000 BC, not necessarily that that's a disaster one, but it seems in this vein of big visuals. That's what we're coming for, is the big visuals. Uh, I think Independence Day, Godzilla, Day After Tomorrow, 2012... Those four, am I thinking of anything else? Uh, or missing anything else, disaster-wise, uh, are far better than this. The only thing that I could say would make me angry would be Independence Day Resurgence, <laughs> where it's like, that's just such a travesty compared to the first one, where this one, there's I have nothing. I have no feelings going into it. It's not like it ruined anything or was stupid in this way and not that way or whatever, so I don't really care. But I I took notes. I watched it thoroughly. I fell asleep twice, and uh, the first time just went to bed (laughs) and then uh, started out up again, which I have to say usually benefits movies. When they're spaced out like that, for me at least, where it's just like, 
they don't feel overly long because I'm only watching them 45 minutes at a time. So then it's like I'm not really complaining about the length here. Uh, it felt quick, if anything. But it is a two-hour movie, which seems dumb for what actually happens. Yeah, there's a point, I don't know what time it would be, but it's, it feels like it shouldn't be that long. And I was surprised that it was only two hours. Like, it ends right, right at the two-hour mark, basically. Yeah. The credits start rolling. I think that's in its, the... Uh, in the contract for yeah. all the things, all the companies. It's a two-hour movie right on the button. Yeah. So um, there is a lot of stuff that could be cut, like with uh, Patrick Wilson's son and all the stuff happening on Earth. I yeah. think you could do without and just have, like, flashes of, like, oh, here they are. But then, like, you don't, they don't need a story, and they really don't have a story. It's just, like, here's some extra action for you. Right. And the visuals of, uh, which uh, some of that, like, I would not want to cut out some of the, like, gravity stuff and the cool um, visuals with that, I think, are good. But it, when it's trying to make you care about characters that were in the first half just, like, oh, here's a person, and then move right. on, and then in the second half, you're supposed to care about them, and you really don't. Uh, so could have done without that, but, uh, yeah, I was surprised it wasn't longer than the two hours because it does kind of feel like it's dragging whenever that happens. And uh, my first thing to say about it is the pace of this movie is super quick. Like Kinda. scenes are just like bam, 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 and like I'm, I'm glad I like that because there's a whole like the fastest court hearing ever where it's like judge comes out, yeah. there's a little bit of yelling, and it's like ah, you're you're done, come back in a week, and it's just like that would not happen, but okay. And then there were other scenes like that. I'm like, oh, we're done here, and now we're on to the next thing. Yeah, I can't disagree with that my only thing is yeah it does go fast but then it still feels like it takes a long time to get like the shuttle launch or whatever is like just a tad over an hour into the movie so just think of like what happens before that the whole thing is just like debating what they're going to do and there's no action scenes or anything memorable. Like, I wonder, I'm sure we wrote it down, but like independence day, when is the actual aliens attack or day after tomorrow? Like when does Godzilla show up? Like when does all this stuff happen, start happening in these other movies? Yeah, it's happening, but like not much is happening. Like we're not I, seeing this I think the equivalent of this one is the flooding. Right, but we have this like filler. I wouldn't even say it's an action scene. He's standing at the doorway. The lobby yeah. of the hotel is flooded. The way that is filmed is so cheap and horrible. Like it's just like splashing water up against a camera and then like 
the he pulls him to the stairs. It's like you yeah. could have just stood up. Like yeah. it's like little John and Robin Hood. It's just like you're not drowning. It's like you're taller than four feet of stairs. And the fact there, I know we're jumping already, but it's like everyone just goes upstairs and goes to bed. <laughs> like yeah. there's no like sense no of urgency to get out of here. Or <laughs> but that I think, yeah, there's. It's not uh, anywhere near this level, but it's kind of the wall of fire scene a little bit from Independence Day. I have a whole list of things that are directly lifted from Independence Day. Uh, It's like, I don't know if they're all at the exact same time, but a lot of them are like beat for beat. And that's really it. It's just like certain scenes that happen happen around the same time. It's not really the same story. It's not really the same characters. So I would give him that at least, that it's not just like this guy equals Stephen Hiller or whatever. So um, I'm going to just go through these real quick. Uh, obviously, the mass hysteria... Uh, the traffic and that kind of visual is a big thing in Independence Day, and they do it in this very similarly, as well as the news footage from around the world. And it's just like, this is exactly the same as Independence Day when they're showing the TV. Um, there's a moment that is like the welcome wagon where they send up the shuttle and they send in the probe. Yeah. It is almost identical um the flood is kind of like the firewall um calling people to tell them to leave <laughs> which seems like yeah that's just like people would do but again it's like you can't not think of it and uh and then there's the guy who has known all along yeah. Russell Case and then uh this guy Casey um Halle and Berry simil- has similar a, to Jeff Goldblum. Not that he's known kind all along, of, but he, yeah, figures, it he out. figures it out. But this guy seems like he's like this conspiracy theorist that's been going on for a while right. and kind of could be like Russell Case. But yeah, I guess it's a little bit of both. Uh, Halle Berry delivers a rousing speech outside on a tarmac with the handheld yeah. <laughs> like megaphone thing. It's not anywhere near the president's speech, but it's more like everybody go home and be with your family. And give thing. up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but still can't help but notice that. Um, there's a scene with a bunch of mobile homes gathered together. Yeah. <laughs> Delivering a bomb inside of yeah. a structure, a small team flying in this bomb. And then there's even a part where something else takes control of their ship. <laughs> exactly like yeah. Independence Day. Um, there's a scene with a flying truck crashing into someone in another vehicle. Yeah. And it's he not at the same oh, time. Crap. He doesn't say, but, oh, crap. He, but yeah. it, I thought it's basically he did say something, and I'm like, is that what he said? No, that's not what he says. But it is like. I'm pretty sure it's, oh, shit. Yeah. It, so he should have said crap. Yeah, because I feel like he is referencing himself there. Yeah. Like, it is so similar. The same, uh, and 
we won't really get into spoilers, but this I knew was coming the whole time, but they did fake me out. Self-sacrifice at the end to win the day. Right. Uh, there's probably other more things. Uh, there's probably more things, more other things. <laughs> doesn't sound right. Uh, but those are the very, like, referency things. Um, and, I mean, obviously, a thing in space. Uh, the general destruction and stuff like that. But Yeah, and I would say... And you'd probably agree with me. On every single one of those, this is worse and not even, like, just not as good, but, like, actually bad on some of those. Besides the oh, crap, where it's like, yeah, whatever, someone dying from a truck flying at their face. But, like, what the destruction... Let's just go... I I'll say this in a broad broad uh, comment on all of them. I don't think it is bad. I do think it's worse than Independence Day, but I think the main strength of Independence Day is its cast. Like the characters are way more likable, but I don't dislike these characters like the the main trio at least the main three i think are fine they are not extras that i don't care about the 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 fat british guy he is good (laughs) the other one halle berry and patrick wilson are just good actors yeah they're given a role given this crap material and they like i think halle berry especially like She's pulling it off this absolute trash dialogue. And yeah. She's she trying. seems like she's trying. <laughs> right. Where it's like, I have nothing against her or Patrick Wilson with this. It's like, it's fine. But like, you think of the charm of Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum is through mm-hmm. the roof. Right. So it's just like Patrick Wilson is just like handsome lead man. And yeah. Holly Berry's good-looking woman lead, <laughs> and it's like there, but like there's no, they have no. What are what are their personalities? He's washed up astronaut, <laughs> right? But like that's what he does. Yeah, there, like, there's a few his, things they don't do the, well, right? Um, but like you could tell Will Smith's and Jeff Goldblum's personalities. These guys yeah. don't have personalities. The conspiracy theory guy does. Yeah. But the other two are just like nothings. They're yeah. They're to get the job done. And even their characters with each other, they're supposed to be like this conflict. Right. Because she didn't like stand up for him at the beginning after right. the accident or whatever they call it. Uh, and then it's like, I forgot about that by the end because they already are working together. Right. And then and at the very end, it's like, we make a good team. Yeah, we do. And it's like, oh yeah, I guess they weren't, they weren't supposed to like each other the whole time. <laughs> right. And it's not like she betrayed them. She just said, no, technically what the yeah. lawyer was saying was true. Yeah. He had them. She, the lawyer had her in a corner with words, but it's not like she betrayed them or something. And like, it's so not even convoluted, but just like fake problems. 
like yeah. fake conflict. It's like, and this is 10 years later, and it's like, you guys have never talked since. Right. Uh, so, yeah, those two, they are very. And think of how we see that scene. The kid's just rewatching it on his laptop. Yeah. The, I, like, it's just like this BS exposition, and it's just like, okay, why, first of all, this trial would not be recorded and if it were recorded it would not be released to the public yeah. <laughs> and the fact that it all is and he's just, the kids just re-watching this over a year later on youtube is insane yeah like it's just like all that kind of stuff where the subtle storytelling and like pushing things along where it's just like it's lazy there's no like so, so, a little thing like the static on all the TVs and Independence Day constantly is like it. It was I probably had seen the movie ten times before I registered what that was. Like where it's just like a kid, you don't even think about what's going on. But it's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, no, that's a story beat that the spaceships are disrupting everything. And it's like there's nothing. There's no care for the details in this. I don't know. Look at, uh, let's just talk about Roland Emmerich. You go to his movies for destruction, something like Moonfall. Okay. We're going to get destruction. This is a $140 million budget. What's it called? Independence Day resurgence. Very similar in this, like the size of that spaceship in comparison to, like, what the moon is doing and stuff. Like, the destruction and resurgence is way better than the destruction here. Like, what... I don't even remember (laughs) destruction and resurgence. I don't either. I just remember from the trailer where it's just, like, they're always going for the monuments and they're flying through... Like London and like oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. that right. kind of stuff yeah but and like, that's a very similar thing I think it's like because they're coming into the atmosphere and right. it's lifting things and that's what the moon's doing in this right but in this one like in maybe it's in 2012 where you have like a aircraft carrier smash into the White House or something like some stupid destruction like where what. Where is the memorable scene? Every single movie, destruction movie, is like, I can point to Independence Day, obviously, has the monuments, like the White House, Capitol Building, Empire State. You go Godzilla, there's distinct things there. And, uh, like... I don't know about... Like memorable destruction. Though. Well, they they destroy the Chrysler Building in all of his movies. They make a point of that in this, yeah. Too. But there's I hate Chrysler. <laughs> yeah, but like I'm just trying to think. Like, where is like in 2012? There's a lot, but like you'd think this would be amping it up even more than Insurgents and 2012. Yeah, I think the problem is there's one scene where, I don't know if it's New York, that it's going over and there's like a bunch of stuff happening. Well, I guess it is because you get the Chrysler building there. Um, 
And then everything else that you see because you're following the families, it's like they're just in the mountains somewhere. So it's like nothing, large buildings and stuff. But there are cool things that happen that... I don't know if they're they're not if, memorable, but I, I think they're good visuals still. But I don't like they're fine visuals, but like nothing like impactful, and like I can't. Rem- I just watched this movie. I can't remember anything. It's just like yeah, we see meteors hitting mountains, and the people's reaction to these insane explosions is just like I know they filmed it and said, "Imagine you saw something." And we're just going to cut that scene in there later. Like, their reactions are so, like, dumb and nothing. It's like, yeah, I know if it's far away, but if even if I saw these an asteroid hit a mountain 40 miles away, I'd still be like, wow, what, 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 like, you've never seen something like that before. And they have no reaction. It's just like, you're not connected to like what is actually happening and all the green screen stuff in this like is brutal like the way that this is like Zack Snyder desaturated so much of it like yeah it's gray ugly look and then there's so much like he's in a dumpster looking for this guy's paperwork and like the background of the city behind him it just looks it looks like yeah, there are a couple parts like that. Um, there's one when they're underneath the shuttle. Yeah, and it, the whole it, shuttle area. It just yeah. looks, yeah, like this is clearly <laughs> just a soundstage green screen, and there's not everything is like that. There's a, those few moments where it's like, well, obviously, this is how movies are made now, <clears throat> but some of the visuals, it's like. That uh, desaturated look, it looks very, um, like, it's very clear, but it also feels very, like, sterile, where it's just, uh, I don't know, there's things I like and things I don't like about it, but it never, like, took me too much out that I was like, oh, this looks bad, like, it was just more of a... uh, I think the destruction looked fine. There was just not enough of it, but I think that the other stuff was very noticeable. Where like the background's all like a little blurry, right? Like how it would be, mm-hmm. or whatever, and it's just uh, very noticeable. This movie definitely wanted us to buy a Lexus. It was just like <laughs> yeah, Michael Pena t- owns the Lexus dealership, <laughs> so they're driving a Lexus later. Yeah, but like how it's filmed. <laughs> yeah, I, I, there was something else too. I noticed uh, a logo. I forget what it was now, but it was yeah. just there, right in the background, like oh. <laughs> the so full they, thing. It paid for a couple of those shots, and like that whole—I wouldn't even call it a subplot, but like that whole thing about like the rednecks, just like yeah, like that. That, yeah, thing, that's what I mean. That, that can be cut out. But like, um, there's two parts. Like that, they yeah. hijack them, and then and the whole them later. driving around. Like it's like this. That is, is so that you can have an action scene, and that I don't. That I think is one of the worst 
looking things. It looks not that it looks like a video game, but the it way that it's like filmed it. is like these are not real cars. This is no. a one hundred percent digital shot, right. which is fine, but it just it's like this kid is not driving like this. It's fine to have the one hundred percent digital shot when you like like Avengers does it all the time. Yeah. But but you don't notice. Well, you don't notice because like a couple things in it are real and then they put all the fake stuff around it. Yeah. Like it's not a hundred percent CG, it's just seventy percent or whatever. But like just thinking things like Black Widow on the uh, motorcycle. It's just like, I bet you they had a real motorcycle and her on it, and then everything else around it's fake. But it's like, mm-hmm. she, what you're focused on looks real, so you can kind of ignore everything else that's blurry, right? Where it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Like, why, how he wrote this? Like, how is this putting these rednecks? Like, how is this Moonfall? I want to see Moonfall consequences. And these guys, like, what is their goal? Yeah, I feel like this is where it's like, um, not 2012, uh, the day after tomorrow, where it's like, okay, so this big event is happening. Got to survive the elements. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, there's wolves from the Zulus. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is our threat now. All of a sudden, and the wolves haven't eaten for yeah. days or like yeah. months. How they're behaving? Yeah. So it feels a little like that, and where it's like, well, oh, that was the other movie I was thinking of was Greenland. A little bit. This of is way better than Greenland for as far as a free Amazon movie to watch. I was, I was way more into Greenland, like. Oh, I, you said this is better than Greenland. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Greenland. I misspoke. Yeah, I think Greenland's way better. Like, Well, better. yeah, so Greenland focuses on just the small story. Like we talked about, right. it's not about, like, how are we going to stop this? It's just kind of like this is just following the one family and all the, the little things going on with them, where this, it's trying to do both where you have the astronauts and then their families and they're getting into the Greenland type stuff, but not and as then good. Not quite the president, but almost the president where it's like the high up military that yeah. are going to do their last ditch effort yeah. type of stuff. So yeah, where it can be done because independence day kind of does it well, where it's like, Oh yeah, it does it the best of bring they've got like four different stories and they all come together right. and then like turn into And you into, like all the characters. Yeah. And yeah, it's just the best. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just the best. That's the problem with this. And like just I know it's dumb fun, but I would put Independence Day at dumb fun. Not that it's like there's Independence Day is not this like chin stroking philosophy movie and like yeah but I never about, feel like it's dumb either no but that's a thing Some that's my do, point but yeah it isn't dumb like it kind of makes sense they kind of do what they would try to do and with Independence Day too there's a couple things when they nuke them and it doesn't work and the president's wife dies. It's like there is actually a feeling of hopelessness 
and like what are they like you do feel down for them in this it's just like i don't care about these characters at all and there's no like oh we're not gonna make it kind of thing i know and i know you could say that about james bond and every superhero movie is like obviously captain america is gonna win but not the good ones like infinity war or something else for example it's like no you kind of feel how are you don't know how it's gonna work out (laughs) and it's just like where it's like this it's just like all right whatever you don't i don't feel anything (laughs) like it's just uh this is this movie is junk food most blockbusters is junk food i would say aquaman most superhero movies are junk food but this is like little caesar's garbage pizza <laughs> compared to i shouldn't even say that little caesar's is not as bad as this movie <laughs> but like compared to like i don't know swish la or mcdonald's or it's like it's not the best food, but it's delicious, and they've nailed it. Where it's it's like, this is crap. Uh, President's Choice Cola. <laughs> <laughs> it's all junk food. All these movies that we love. Well, I don't know. Maybe Little, Little Caesars could be a good example because their thing, like you can order a real pizza, but they also have their hot and hot and right, ready's. Right, which where is it's amazing. like five bucks. <laughs> You come in, and I've, I'm sure I've seen a Twitter post or a, a web comic or something about it being like five dollars hot and ready. It's like, is it delicious? It's like it's hot and it's ready. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take what you can get. Well, exactly. So I, this, I, was, I think, delivers on it being hot and ready. Oh, for sure. The, the fact that let's just pause and talk about Little Caesars <laughs> for a sec. It is actually amazing. Uh like I had a firehouse sub mm-hmm. and it's like it was fifteen dollars. Like, yeah. I could have got three pizzas. <laughs> like it's <laughs> insane. Yeah. Talking so, about fifteen dollars, this was more than fifteen because I went huge with it. Mucho burrito has their like double stuffed queso burritos right now where <laughs> they do two tortillas with the queso cheese in between and then also the queso in the burrito. And I said, screw it. I'm not here often. I'm going to get the mucho size. <laughs> and it's like the size of a baby. Did you say by not here often, like you're going to die soon because you're eating this stuff? <laughs> I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Yeah, I'm not going to be here for a while. So, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was, it was not cheap, um, but it was delicious. Um, I haven't had Little Caesars in forever. I feel like the next time we're together, that's what we need to have. <laughs> we should. No, it was actually because I swore off Little Caesars, I think, for like 15 years since we used to have pizza day in elementary school. And it always sucked when they switched to Little Caesars. And then I just wouldn't have it. And then we had it at a friend's place like two years ago or whatever at a pool party. And it's like, this isn't good, but it's $5 and the kids love it. And it's just like, I'm not choking 
on eating this, but it's just like, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's hot and ready. Every other, like, Pizza Nova or Pizza Pizza uh, name brand or chain is better, but it's like, is it double the price better? <laughs> like That kind of thing where it's like I could pay double for it for, like, Pizza Nova, but it's like, eh, this is good enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing is I don't, I, not that I don't like it, but a plain pepperoni and cheese pizza is like the the last thing that I would order for myself. I usually want something else. And like, I've heard people being like, no, that's the best pizza. It's the classic, just pepperoni. It's like, I'm kind of sick of it, to be honest, I'll eat it. But it's always what's there, and it's like I'd rather have something a little more exotic or what, flavorful. Or if you're meaty. by yourself ordering pizza for yourself, and you're sitting at home, the family's gone, you're gonna be watching a movie. What do you order? See, with pizza, I rarely will ever order the same thing twice in a row. Really? Like I'm, I'm constantly changing it up. So to say, what do I order? It's like, it could be anything. <laughs> like really? it really depends on the mood. That seems. I'll do uh, like. Insane. The crazy, uh, not that it's that crazy, but um, like barbecue chicken pizza where you don't even get the tomato sauce. It's the barbecue sauce with like chicken and bacon. Or um, I, I like Domino's the best and they have a good philly cheesesteak where it's like um i think they use provolone and the the steak and the green peppers and it's amazing uh yeah it can be anything it could just be a bacon jalapeno kind of night who knows (laughs) okay see that you are all over the place or hawaiian hawaiian is often what i'll do because when like um Alexis will eat that because she likes the pineapple. And I think that one's a, a good people pleaser, even though some people are like adamant about no pineapple on pizza. It's like, well, I am. It's stupid. Open yourself up to some joy. Well, that makes perfect sense that you don't, <laughs> based it's, on how you enjoy movies. Well, but I like pineapples. I just don't like pineapple cooked on pizza. Like, did you know even that when pineapples are on like ham? You know, like moms will put it on ham yeah. and stuff. It's like, but you take the pineapple off and just eat it by itself. Then, like, it's like, or and it has like the glaze and all that stuff. But like, it actually the mixture of pineapple and cheese. Pineapple and cheese does not mix well. I disagree but uh my go-to is pepperoni (laughs) green peppers and onions no mushrooms see i would rather have that than just a plain pepperoni because i need a little extra something there um another thing um this is one i invented uh with my brother-in-law ruben from domino's they have the brooklyn pepperonis and they're like giant and then we'll get that and um 
hot peppers, banana peppers. Yeah. And we call that the nipple ring pizza. <laughs> and it's a, it's a delight. It's a nice little treat. Um, staying on the t- subject of food, there's a drive through ordering <laughs> sequence in this movie. Yeah. You do not drive up to the window and order. Yeah, he puts on his headset and she's right at the paying window and ordering. And I thought right. the same thing. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> right. You order at the intercom. This Roland, Roland doesn't Emmerich know. German <laughs> has too much money that he's never gone through a drive through. Yeah. This is not how society functions. And we get an F bomb in that scene. Which I thought was kind of funny the way that it's played, but also predictable. Where I forgot he, about it. She's like asking about sauces or something, and he's listing them off, and then he's looking at his phone, and I don't know if he says like "what the f" or something like that. She's like, "What was the last one there?" That <laughs> yeah, was funny. Well, there we go. Humor. What's the humor count on this movie? Like, yeah, I think he is the. F- funniest not that he's like a great character but in this movie he carries the humor department i think he's my favorite character probably yeah everyone else is just bland and my okay who's your favorite character who's your least favorite character i know mine i'll say my least favorite by far halle berry's husband I was thinking either him or Patrick Wilson's ex-wife. <laughs> she, I don't, she's so not, she's not in it as much. And maybe that's why. And she just like, if you showed me a picture of her, I wouldn't be able to tell you if at it was the her end. Or not. It was when there, she was talking is like, he's the son's like, thanks mom or something. Mom is like, Oh, that's the mom. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, she's so nothing. But yeah, I don't mind him. I I think the squinty eyes and just like, yeah, he looks like someone else. And like that was kind of bothering me where it's like, I feel like I should know this guy, but obviously he's not anyone, but uh, he seems like he should be someone. And I don't know who that person is. Like um, maybe the all state guy. He's kind of like him. Or uh, someone else where same kind of voice, same demeanor. He, I don't know, his story, if you can call it that, like that was one problem was like everyone has family issues. (laughs) It's like Halle Berry and him and they're talking about their son. It's like, you need to see your son. And this is like, wow, this is exactly the same as Patrick Wilson, it seems. Like they're both having the same problem. Like yeah, they're divorced it, and nothing's going good for them. And by the end, everything's going to be fine. Yeah, and like, you know, what would be a switcheroo, Roland, not having a divorce in your movie. Yeah. Like, and the fact that both your characters are exactly what you just said. Yeah. Like, have one of them together or something. Like, it's just like you got the same story going on twice. It doesn't make it better. Yeah, and there's no real interaction between the, like, divorced people. Like, right. there's 
uh, video call. Do they ever? See, yeah, they talk to each other, but never face to face. Yeah, and there's never like a resolution at the end where it's like like can, Independence Day. We can work this out, kind of thing, and it's just like, nope. <laughs> you kind of right. get that with Halle Berry, I think. Where I don't know, I and. I don't even know why I say that, but maybe just because they have a younger kid and it feels like he brings them together. But really, yeah, there's nothing between those characters. So, yeah, why even have it other than trying to trick people into feeling something? Yeah, like the the relationship stuff in, like, Godzilla as pathetic yeah. As that is is way better that like the, and they weren't anything they weren't they just like engaged yeah or whatever maybe and or you, I don't even know if they're engaged just they were dating or something right where it's like that Independence Day it's just like these are way better nothings than this nothing <laughs> like it's just like you, you can have like surface level archetype movie, like all this kind of stuff, cliche characters, but it's just like, you don't purposely have to make them bad. Uh, it just, it feels lazy and all this stuff. And how about the Alzheimer's dementia mom? Yeah. Um, it's just like, Oh, she, another thing to like, throw in. <laughs> And just like for when it happens, it's just like it's so. I don't think that actually happens like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, not that it can't happen. Like I've had relatives and whatever, but it's just like it's as if you just walked in the to the room. You know what I mean? Like I understand people forget their own children, but yeah. it's not like they forget. I shouldn't say this as definitively, but it's seems like so extreme that it's like they just forget literally that they were talking to this person. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like as if they just walked into the room. It's like, yeah, you could have them not remember that that's their son or whatever. But it's just like that's lazy trying to pick up some like, oh, that hits hard. It's like you don't yeah. need that. You could have had a good relationship, and his mom's being with it, and seeing as her son succeed or whatever, and that gets you tear jerky or whatever. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know. All these relationship things aside. It's not like this is why I'm watching the movie. So I I don't mind picking them apart. But while I was watching it, I can laugh at those things. But overall, my feeling while watching it was I was having a good time. So none of these things really ever took me out of it. No, I don't. I'm, I wouldn't even say I was having a bad time watching it. It's just like, this sucks. It's, and it's not good. Like, it's just, like, I'm not... This is at the level of uh, Die Another Day. Another Halle Berry. <laughs> where it's just, like, whatever. Like, I'm not feeling anything. It's... 
but but there's not enough there for it to be like I'm trying to think of other examples where it's like there's a couple things that give it some interest and like make you want to be coming back for more there's like out of all of Roland Emmerich's disaster movies why would you ever rewatch this one right and even leaving Independence Day aside okay that's special that's lightning on a bottle but it's like 2012 as far as destruction goes there's way better destruction there's even a car driving over and like doing mario jumps off (laughs) like cliffs and stuff same type of thing in that and it's like there's way better destruction in that the john i haven't seen that one and i you've never seen it yeah, and I've never really wanted to because to me that one just looks bad. But this I still enjoyed. So maybe out. I'll I don't enjoy think 20, it. I don't know. I don't think twenty twelve is great. There, there's a whole Russian family. I think maybe it's just too close to like day after tomorrow. Like it was just they both came out very quickly, and it was just like, I, yeah, I don't need to see this. Yeah, no, check out twenty twelve. Like Woody Harrelson's in it. Uh, Actually, did it come out in 2012 or 2011? Yeah. I guess they weren't close because Day After Tomorrow was 2004. (laughs) These are spread out. Oh, wow. What a career. Well, because he has to get that funding again and he has to trick people into that he can do it. Uh, No, I don't. 2012, I don't think it's amazing, but it's it would probably be a three, three and a half for me. Uh, I thought everyone hated that one too. I don't hate it. I think there's great destruction in it. If if you're coming for destruction, multiple, multiple, you know how Independence Day, the Air Force One flying away from the flames, there's yeah. multiple planes taking <laughs> off with Escaping runways zone. collapsing underneath them. <laughs> so if you love that, you'll love that. <laughs> uh, some of these lines, Halle Berry works for the American people. Okay, hero. Uh, whatever. Yeah, and I don't even know if that's true because NASA is a private company. Right? No. Isn't it? No, no National Aeronautics. Yeah, yeah but I don't. by the government. Is it? For sure it is. <laughs> Okay, I thought I thought that it was like it was a private. I guess it is government. Okay, no, but still, I don't think she would be working for the American. Well, that people. that's the same thing as a school janitor's working for the American yeah. people. Uh, I just feel like all the human story stuff. Oh, okay, th- this is it, it's an um, independent agency of the U.S. federal government. So maybe I just figured that meant right. it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, Here's another issue. Okay, if we want to get into spoilers, we don't even have to get into spoilers, but there's big reveals 80%, 90% into the movie, right? And tons of exposition. It's Mm -hmm. like, I would way rather have that explored and spread out the moonfall aspect of the moonfall movie then Lexus guy running around the mountains 
yeah. Halle Berry's husband. It's just like we could have focused just on these three characters and maybe like it doesn't have to keep cutting back to like that exposition is so huge and extensive. It's like I would have rather had that spread out and explored and cut the redneck car chase out. Yeah. Where it's just like that's what's frustrating. And think of like the exposition of uh, the president is like uh, we're being exterminated and like no peace in that scene. And there's no flashes. Like, if Roland Emmerich could remake Independence Day, we know what he would do. He would make resurgence. But it's like, thank goodness he doesn't have he didn't have digital technology <laughs> in nineteen ninety-six. Yeah. Because it's just like that whole president seeing what the aliens telling him and all this stuff, it's just like we would have had that visualized and it would have been crap and would have been stupid or where it's just like, but I would rather have this weird universe of the moonfall <laughs> stuff explored where it's like talking about pacing, get rid of the rednecks, give me more explanation and something about the moon. Yeah. And, and by the time all that is revealed, I yeah. start to wonder like, so wait, why is the moon falling? Like you think that it's going to explain it and if anything it doesn't like I feel like it kind of backtracks in a way of like it seems like the moon shouldn't be falling and they could control the moon. <laughs> that and then also like I don't even think this is spoilers. Going into it I knew it's in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like you don't know what it is, but you see the you see black something. thing. Yeah, that's obviously not. Yeah, you well, see you see it in the first shot too. Like we're not first shot, but first scene. There is right. something out there, so you know there's there's going to be some sort of not n- unnatural, like some uh, thinking force. Yeah, that is causing the moon to fall. Yeah. That's all we need to know. The fact that that is just like so nameless or like that's so much less interesting than Skynet or the aliens in Independence Day or anything where it's just like oh this is like it's I feel like it's dumb on purpose where it's just like oh it's just AI that's what it is and the way they explain it is like artificial intelligence you call it AI. It's just like how everything is spoken. That exposition, I need to rewatch it. It is insane. <laughs> like, uh, it is. Right. Oh, I knew you'd pick up on this one. How many Brian's do you think are on this moon? Yeah, I said <laughs> it. I said it out loud because. As he was doing it. He, yeah, he. Said I I wrote it down, Brian Brian Harper, and then I like laughed. Like, how many Brian's do? You, and as I'm saying it, Holly Berry's like, "How many Brian's do you think there are?" And I'm like, "Did we? Was there another movie just, that we noticed that did that? Not Lost um, World. I thought that something else came up where the, that, and I was like, "Oh, did Spielberg steal that?" 
But either way, you can't steal stuff from well-known things. Yeah. You better um, be Skyfall and steal stuff from crappy 90s action movies that no one's seen. Yeah, I think uh, the other thing, um, the other Independence Day ripoff or just kind of copying, it happens twice. And it's funny because we've talked about this recently of people not coming up with ideas themselves or someone triggers something and they're like, you're a genius. And it's like, what, what did I say? And the first one is literally his cat pisses on a newspaper. And so that draws his attention. And he's like, fuzz, you're a damn genius. It's like, no, your cat is not a genius. It peed on the newspaper. That does not make it a genius. You notice something that's like, in Ace Ventura, does he say to the dog, you're a genius because it sat on the picture of Ray Finkel and put the hair over it? No, right. he does not because the dog is not a genius. It's not like, look, Ace, look, when I do this, it's, come on, take notes from Ace Ventura. For uh, sure. And then second one, um, Halle Berry's talking to her son and she, she, she's like, we don't have any more shuttles. Right. And she's like, they're all in museums. And it's like this light bulb moment of like, I love you, honey. Like, you gave me yeah. this idea. And it's like, at least she didn't say, you're a genius. It's like, oh, thank you. It's like, no one gets their ideas on their own. No. <laughs> it always has to be a revelation from something else being said. Uh, also, jump, this is another ahead. just movie trope yeah. and pet peeve of mine. Nobody, absolutely nobody says goodbye on the phone. There are so many abrupt hangups. Like uh, Halle Berry's husband, for one, is the worst. Where like I would call the person back and be like, oh, I think we got disconnected. <laughs> like, just Or he's mad at you and he's hanging up on you. That's what it sounds like all the time. And there are a lot of phone calls in this and all of them end like that. Like even the guy talking to his mom and then the like nurse comes in and he's like, oh, are you, can you take good care of my mom? It's like, yeah, we sure will. And then just hangs up on him. <laughs> it's like, why don't you say goodbye or like take care now. <laughs> right. Uh, I, just thinking of other weird stuff. And I think this is not just this movie. This is all movies we have a problem with now a days. Who dies in this movie? No one dies. Spoiler. Very few people die. Think Two of, people that you know dies. Right. And um, one doesn't really die. Yeah. So only one that you barely know. But think of Independence Day. You have David. What's his name? I don't even know. But Jeff Goldblum's buddy at work dies from Mrs. Doubtfire. What is the president's name? wife. The stripper's friend. Yeah. What's his name saves everyone. Russell Case. Russell Case. So it's like th- those are four people that were introduced Jimmy. to. Jimmy. There. Five people that you're introduced to. Uh-huh. 
that actually die and have more than two lines in it. And you kind of like, not that you're crying the whole time, but it's just like, you, there's something there where it's mm-hmm. like, no one is dying in this one of any significance where it's like, this seems worse than Independence Day as far as destruction goes. Yeah. Like, you're just wiping out, like, mountains and, like, things. And at the end, when the helicopter comes to get get them, it's just like, my note is, how is anything working? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where like, was that helicopter that it survived? It's like, yeah, where, <laughs> just like, where is anything that anything survives? And why is anyone's cell phone or radio working when you have literally the moon in your atmosphere skimming yeah. along the ground and yeah just one destroying thing, half the continent is like i don't think anything would be working california just got flooded like soon it's just like i think nothing would be working. the destruction uh the difference between these disaster movies uh specifically independence day and the day after tomorrow you get the aftermath shots. This right. doesn't really do that. It's like the destruction as it's happening. I think you need to establish how bad it is after the moon has passed over you because it seems like it's just roaming around the earth, like have, leaving right. a trail of destruction. Uh, so it's like you need to kind of pull back and even show that path <laughs> because <laughs> that's the other thing. I don't know the size of the moon, like what, what the width of that path would actually look like. It seems like it's pretty narrow in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it would be, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I think that's part of these destruction things other than like the wide shot of the flooding. And like, I think that has some cool stuff where like there's boats like crashing into buildings. Um, you don't really need the aftermath of that really, but, uh, when there's the gravity stuff, that's, I think you need to have the the follow-up shots, which I do like a few of those, especially when that starts happening and it's not too crazy, but when they're launching the shuttle, I really like that scene where it's like, we'll just let the moon pull us up kind of thing. Like they don't need the, the thrusters. Uh, but then there's like the guys from the, from NASA and they're like running to the helicopter and it's like low gravity. I really liked the look of that. Yeah. Well with that, I didn't, yeah, I agree that that kind of looked cool. I did like when like the water was up or whatever. That was interesting. I think they're pushing it as far as if that thing would survive a wave hitting it, but I'll let it slide because it looked cool. How about he like, says they're underwater, but I don't know that they ever are. It how about like they're just surrounded? Halle Berry, all gung ho, and we're going to move this shuttle, and we're going to do this one in a million chance to save the Earth, and then they calculate, or no, yeah, one of their engines isn't working, so it's just like everyone just give up and send everyone home, yeah. but then they only they say they only have these two guys left. But then there's guys that weren't sent home because there's guys strapping them in to yeah. their seatbelts. And so it's like you make a point that everyone is going home except these two guys. But then the very next scene, 
Like, what is going on? It's just like, and like Halle Berry's motivation where it's just like, she's so into saving the world. And then it's like, let's give up. Let's not give up. Let's keep going. Like, it's just like, what what are we doing here? Yeah. Uh, I love at the end, the moon gave us a second chance. Maybe we should have a second chance or whatever they say. But... Yeah, and what's with the electronics? So, what is an electronics? Yeah, that that isn't fully explained. I do like that rule that they have of no electronics, and they're doing everything manually, like the slide rule, and like even though he's using a calculator, because that could be an electronic, unless he stops at some point. I don't know. I feel like they should have said like no Wi-Fi or no cell something because. It's just like, what? So the shuttle is not electronic? It's just like... Well, they turn it all off. Everything's powered down once they're in space. And that that's one of the things I really liked where he's like manually doing like the, the valves thrusters. and okay. stuff. That is, is cool. That's one of the best parts. <laughs> Uh, it was that was the other thing. Having just watched, um, not so much Red Planet, but Mission to Mars, I was getting that kind of feel of that, like where they're operating at like peak efficiency, or not like right. what what they're able to do within a, a certain boundary. Um, I like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Other visuals I like uh, when there's a massive moon in the sky before all the destruction really starts. There's a nice kind of, I think it's a night shot where the moon is just huge, but uh, just on the horizon. And then also when they are towing the shuttle down the street, I think that's a pretty cool looking shot. Yeah, but like just the... I don't disagree. Like, I think that might even be in one of the trailers. But then, like, the three seconds before that, those guys stealing all the money. And then it's like, it's worthless. And then the guy throws it in the... It's just like... I would hold on to it. I thought that, too. I was like, (laughs) I mean... Well, not even that, but even that that it's in the movie to make, like, this point of whatever the point is. It's just like, you could have just had them. Like, they don't even need to talk. Yeah, just show looters and move on. That's fine. Uh, I thought I was all out. I have another whole page of notes here. Donald Sutherland. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What is that? Wow. What a cameo. I don't know. It's just. And he's so anxious to blow his brains out. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, "Uh, I got to go do something. I got some work on my desk or whatever. She's yeah, like, it is clean. And like, what guy. is his big thing? They he he was he the guy that covered up in '69 in the first moon landing. I guess yeah. And it's interesting because it's like this movie acts as if they never went back to the moon, but it's like Apollo 11 happened, and then I think there's like four other missions. Where it's like everyone yeah. acts like we've only been to the moon once, <laughs> but it's just like no, we've been there multiple times throughout the seventies. So 
It's and just like this if, kind of movie kind of ignores, <laughs> like, what did you do the other five times that you showed up? Um, okay, so how many different Apollo movies are there? We've got Apollo 13, Apollo 11. Okay, Apollo 18. Is like a horror movie. Is the horror movie that it's like, um, they... They said we never went back, but we did, or something like that. But uh, I think in that movie, they say the same thing of like, there were two minutes that are missing, like that there was a blackout or whatever from Apollo um, 10. What is it? 10? 11 is uh, the landing. 11 is the landing. Okay. Uh, so yeah, they, they reference that there too, and then they do that in this. And are they saying that it they just scrubbed it where it's like we can't show this like so they just disconnected it from the broadcast, but I guess they did get like NASA got the footage. But yeah, that's not a an original and I don't know, does Transformers even go into that territory? I feel like that's something that they would they do. They might have, yeah. I think in one of those The second too. one's the dark of the moon and there's stuff about that like how there's things on the moon which is funny because there's that teaser about the first one and Mars and there's never anything about Mars yeah uh hollow moon Mm -hmm. real hollow there was hollow earth and King Kong Mm -hmm. and stuff and that was the whole conspiracy theory thing yeah. in that movie too this is getting around mm-hmm. like all these movies have the exact same kind of but I like this conspiracy theorist better than yes. that one I like the, this guy better than those uh, just I did not like the son no he is all the, the, the son, worst everyone there Michael Pena is funnier usually. I find him entertaining. I yeah. didn't find him that entertaining in this. Like, there's not, he needs to be speaking faster and funnier. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't. Talking about the dialogue, maybe it's a Roland Emmerich German thing, but like, why it sucks. Halle Berry's yelling at her husband on the phone. Uh, you need to be thinking about your son more or whatever she says. Mm-hmm. And he says, I am thinking about our son instead of I am. He should have just said I am, right? Like you should be thinking about our son. I am like just saying like the two word sentence response is like, I feel like this is made for like, the Chinese market <laughs> where it's like, they're going to subtitle it where it's just like, everything is so explained. There's like, uh, Adam, when do you want to do the podcast? Instead of just saying tomorrow, you're saying, I want to do the podcast tomorrow. <laughs> like you would, yeah. you just respond with the answer. You don't have to recreate the question or, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not even doing a good job of what I'm complaining, but I'm not <laughs> writing a script right now. Cut your dialogue down. Uh, like, Jeff Goldblum, time's up. The time is up. The aliens are going, like, you know what I mean? Like, 
shorter sentences are more effective. It just shows lazy, stupid writing. Uh, trying and failing is more entertaining than being bad on purpose. And I feel like he's trying to be bad on purpose in this movie. Like, cheesy on purpose. Like, those... This isn't that level. I've never seen them. But, like, the Sharknado or, like, that type of company that, like, makes all those fake movies. It's like... I've never seen one. But I feel like I wouldn't like it because being bad on purpose... Is not the same thing as being cheesy on purpose or whatever. Mm. And I feel like he's trying. I don't think he's trying in this. And it's a $140 million movie. Like, there's no, I don't feel the love. Uh, I think it's got some, some love to it, but maybe to say it's a budget thing, obviously it costs a lot, but... Um, I think well, money these days goes to different things. Well, I'm just saying there's not an excuse. For a $140 million movie, you can give me some awesome visuals. I think you have three good actors here. You could have made something happen. Like I would probably... Um, I don't know. Halle Berry maybe something I, I don't know what you could change but I don't think that yeah she's not a bad actress but it, it's got to be a script thing to make her more interesting uh, Patrick Wilson I think is at his peak here I don't think he ever really gets much more interesting but again I don't dislike him no I don't he's dislike just him, very he's wet noodle nothing yeah I wouldn't go as far as say wet noodle but <laughs> just like uh Soggy news. He is adequate. Is what well, that, I would no, call. that's yeah, adequate. He gets the job done, but like, there's no. He's no Chris Pratt. Let's be honest. Well, there you go. As far as Chris Pratt, and I thought that movie sucked as well, The Tomorrow War. But yeah. there's some charm there, at least. The Rock makes crap movies, but there's charm or whatever. Whereas like this, whatever. Like it's just, yeah. And then even um, to go back to uh, Godzilla versus Kong, the guy in that, Alexander Skarsgård, I couldn't tell you anything about his character, but at least the things that are happening around him make me interested. Like he's doing a whole flight thing at one point coming out of the hollow earth and it's like right. i don't really care about the characters but i'm i'm into the story and the stuff talk, happening yeah. so talk about no name white man bland avatar guy it's like yeah he's the king of bland but <laughs> he's still way more interesting than any of this crap the, the problem with that is it thinks it's way better than it actually is <laughs> I, I don't think thinks it's doing anything that See, special. <laughs> I think you're right where I don't think this is thinking itself too high, but at the same time, Godzilla versus Kong is a great example. This should be Godzilla versus Kong where they take it. Them, the characters themselves take it seriously enough. Hmm. And they just like Godzilla versus Kong. 
as far as like coming in for, and getting what you paid for, like they don't make amazing characters where it's like, I love the characters, like the Independence Day characters and stuff like that. But like they give you Godzilla versus Kong. Like, they give you what you want, where this is not, like, we got Godzilla and Kong on an aircraft carrier. That is bonkers. Where's the Cuckoo Bananas stuff in this one? Where it's like, let's just get stupid. (laughs) Like, stupider. I feel like this is right in the middle of not being stupid enough. Or not being smart enough. It's just lukewarm. I don't mind where it goes. Um, and it kind of... that The ending is a bit of a... Um, Mission of Mars kind of ending. Uh, very, very similar, actually. <laughs> the whole explanation of things and something happening to a character. Uh, It doesn't have an alien the way that Mission of Mars does. Right. The Jar Jar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is very... Well, that's the thing. It is very Mission to Mars slash... 2001. I shouldn't even say that. 2001 slash Interstellar. Like, weird things happening. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, another thing, or it's like, and Independence Day has this problem too, this little problem, not that it wouldn't exist, but no one believing the conspiracy theory guy, or it's like, they don't believe, uh, Russell, mm-hmm. and it's like, and they still like think this conspiracy guy is nuts, and it's just like, one time, when they're at the diner there, and he's like, why are you even listening to me? He's like, because I know how it is for people not to believe you. And it's like, is that why? Or is it because he's telling the truth? Like, that's dumb dialogue. He should be saying, like, no, you have something here. Because he's just like, why, DD? like, why are you doing this will-they-won't-they they with this fat British guy? <laughs> because it's like you go into the dumpster to find his paperwork because, yeah, he's on to something, and then you're still disputing it. But it's like, you saw it yourself in space. It's like, no one's believing the conspiracy theory guy that knows or is predicting everything that's happening. It's just like, I don't know. Yeah, and in that uh, diner scene, it's like he came to him because he realizes, oh, he was trying to tell me about this now that it's all over the news. I'm going to talk to this guy. And there's even a part where he, he says something and he's like, that's crazy. Right. <laughs> it's like, what well, you're still now you're still not believing him. Right. And then that's when he says the line of like, I know what it's like. And it's like, well, then why do you still not believe? It's like, right. he still is. Yeah. I don't know. It's, right. That's weird. And the thing in independence day, it's just like, uh, ever since I've been adopted by aliens, however many years ago, I've been dying for some payback, right? And whatever uh, the colonel or whatever the guy is, 
there. Mm. Major. Like, major, yeah. The <laughs> guy beside him with the clipboard or whatever, he rolls his eyes yeah. more than, and it's like, that's the thing because I've seen that movie so many times where it's just like, maybe he doesn't know the whole story or whatever. And it's just like, but it's not like the president or Will Smith doesn't believe him or makes a point of not believing him. Right. And it's, yeah. It's just, yeah. That's where it's like, I don't believe that he's, he, I think he's just like writing dialogue is like, well, what would they say next in a traditional blockbuster movie? It's like, yeah, but what did your character say before? Like, there's no love, no care. It's all politics now. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you love this thing. This thing's amazing. This is a masterpiece. No. Okay. I What I said is I had a good time watching it. So that's a heavy consideration when I speak of a movie and rate it. Um, here's this. I, I don't know how I feel about this, but when uh, the son goes to meet up with the family, like he's like, oh, I know where we can find a car. For one, I thought that was, I had no idea what he was talking about and how close they were within walking distance <laughs> seemed weird. But uh, so they st- there's like someone guarding the gate and they start shooting. I thought it was kind of funny, but also a little on the nose uh, that the woman's name is Karen. <laughs> so it's like, I, I get the joke. I appreciate it, but I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about that. It's a little too... Yeah, there was a few politics things in it. The guy, did you see all his bumper stickers? Yeah. It was like, make America Mexico again or something like that. Yeah, I don't even understand that one. (laughs) Well, there was a a war 200 years ago where (laughs) Americans took some of Texas from them. Oh, okay, but like... So, if that's what that means. But, but I, I thought yeah. part of the sticker, it was like Canada plus... Oh, was it? U.S. equals heart. And it looks like it's part of the same sticker. And I only okay, know that because I, I just looked at the picture. I didn't pause it. I just read it quickly. <laughs> yeah. So, it's like I wasn't... I'm flipping through IMDb and that picture came up. That's the only reason I caught that part. Uh, I saw more of the like, I went to Area 51 and all I got with this was this implant. Right. So that was good. Um, this is very uh, nitpicky, but I hate when people use terms incorrectly. Uh, there's a part where I think maybe Michael Pena says something about like, where's well, your father? And it's like, he's in outer space, like or something. The kid says outer space. Outer space. This is where we get science on line of sight. Outer space refers to anything beyond the asteroid belt. Anything really? within that from the that. sun to the belt is inner space. I would have not known that. I would have. So even the I movie inner ju- space is. If I had to guess, I would say beyond the moon would be outer space <laughs> for me. <laughs> no, like it is the outer reaches of our solar system. So anything within that vicinity is actually inner space. Yeah. But I feel like that's like people saying galaxy and universe interchangeably as well. 
Yeah. Or even the fact that interstellar is, should be right. called intergalactic because it's between galaxies. Yeah, the, interstellar the is between not as stars. Nice. Yeah. And there's already a beastie Boys song. <laughs> um, and then another little reference, I'm, I'm sure it was a reference to space balls. Someone, I don't even know when they say this. They say they go to ludicrous mode. In, they're in the car. In the uh, when they're driving, okay, and he changes it. Oh, right, right. The, yeah, the, that's the Lexus commercial where it's like we're gonna go to ludicrous mode or something, and he like hits a button. Yeah, but you know what that is because the conspiracy theory guy, not that he's this, but uh, not that he's in that scene, but. Apparently, a bunch of like okay, start from beginning. The conspiracy <laughs> theory guy is keeps referencing Elon Musk. Yeah, and apparently in Teslas, there's that kind of stuff where there's like ludicrous mode in Teslas. Apparently in okay. Teslas, there's a bunch of like spaceballs references. Okay. Apparently. Uh, yeah. This, but yeah, I. Whatever. I did kind of like the oxygen disappearing, but I didn't like how it's just like, whatever. Where's Jessica and Michael, whatever the girl's name is, where it's just like, aren't you guys walking together? Like, I've walked with groups before, and you're turning around, talking, making sure, like, especially if kids are around, you're like... Yeah. You're not walking at any incredible pace. So, and it's like, why don't these oxygen tanks have some Why can't they share? Well, (laughs) share, but it seems like they don't last very long at all. Yeah, there must have been wrong with that one. um, And why is there going to be safety in the, why is there oxygen or why they go into the tunnel? Just for safety. Yeah. I guess it's just like, oh, that's a, it's a mountain and there's a tunnel through it, so we'll be safe. See, this is the thing. I wanted more people, like, getting sucked up. Yeah. Like, cities. Yeah, like that. Of people, uh, like, getting sucked up, like, higher than having them sucked up above the Empire Street building. And then the moon keeps going away and then they all come crashing down. Yeah. <laughs> Like, or being sucked into space and dying. Like, let's get crazy. Yeah. Let's get nuts. That uh, trailer park scene should have had more people. I don't feel like you see any right. of that. That's another thing Independence Day does good <laughs> as well, uh, is all the extras. And it's like people you've never seen before, but it's like, let's just focus on this guy for a second and then he dies. And yeah. like stuff like that, you could have had just people running, um, well, with the, no chance of survival, just to the watch the guy in Independence Day getting all his paperwork, getting ahead of <laughs> yeah. Monday's meeting. <laughs> well, yeah, like that, and there's like the guy in New York getting out of the cab and starting to run. It's like yeah. you recognize, like it's cutting between all these cities, and you recognize certain people, and it's like, oh yeah, they showed me that. A minute ago, I know him. <laughs> yeah, I feel like given it to me, if I just have to tell a bunch of computer animators what to do, yeah, 
and I, my premise is Earth's gravity is going not so cuckoo. I think I could come up over a weekend with some crazy wacko things going on where, yeah, like, and like stupid things, like you should be referencing everything like twister, get cows flying and like get everything just like, uh, wait, like do, uh, what's it called? People, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to Galaxy. Yeah, or I was saying, gonna say Fantasia 2000. Okay. Get like whales above New York. Yeah. <laughs> like, get like, let's go. But we're not going. We're not. It's less than we've. Th- that's the thing. 2012, I feel like the destruction gets bigger and bigger with his movies. And. This got less. Yeah, I was I was less interested towards the end when it was like right on top of them and stupid things like the there's a tree on the sun and it's like I do not care. (laughs) Like, uh, yeah, you're out of the city, so it's not interesting. Uh, That would have been way cooler if they weren't able to get to this remote area if they were stuck in the city for some reason and then you could have some good destruction and like yeah people getting impaled on things as they're getting lifted up and whatever but I don't know maybe the it's PG-13 so I'm sure you can show a decent amount as long as there's no blood people can use their imaginations if you almost show it yeah Uh, I'm done. Yeah, I, <laughs> I. There are definitely problems with it. I'm not defending it in that way, but I am purely riding on the fun of watching it. And there are some ideas that I like, and I don't think it looks too bad. Uh, like I've definitely seen worse. I think that's a benefit of. Uh, this could just be my recent watches coming out of like a lot of two and a halfs um, recently that maybe this just seemed like a fun time to me. Uh, so I'm giving it a three and a half is what I logged it at. And that's yeah. probably generous, but again, yeah. I was, I was feeling it. My, Michael Pena's Ant-Man and the Lost <laughs> level. Yeah. I mean, at one point, I was like, is this a four? And then I'm like, no, it can't be a four. It's too dumb. <laughs> I wish it, you put it as a four. Uh, I gave it a one and a half. I just, <laughs> whatever. It's not, if we ranked all his stuff, it's way down there. But uh, you should really watch 2012. Not that it's. Yeah, praising it, but I would give it two and a half to a three and a half somewhere in there. I don't really remember, but like as far as just destruction, if you just put cut everything out, I bet you know, there's a good twenty minutes of CG destruction in it itself that would be entertaining and fun. Yeah, I will give it a chance. I think two things it's long from what i remember 
Yeah. And I don't think, not that I don't like John Cusack, but it's like, I'm not like, oh yeah, this is the the new John Cusack movie. (laughs) I don't, I'm fine with him. I just watched that gross point blank, but like, what have I seen? I've seen this. What's that? uh, Say anything. Runaway jury. Con Air. I love Con Air. Con Air. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I, he is not the draw for anything. Is he but, in, uh, maybe I'm thinking of War, Inc. Uh, I was going to say, there's a Nicolas Cage movie, Lord of War. I think that's actually Ethan Hawke. Yeah, and then War, Inc. is... He's like, I haven't seen that one. But. I've seen Lord of War in theaters. Lord of War is quite good. I don't really remember it. I remember, doesn't, topical, doesn't his brother or buddy in that, isn't he Ukrainian and he has cocaine, uh, like, on the coffee table, outlined like a map of Ukraine? Maybe I, think there's, I, I vaguely remember that, and then also the beginning credit scene where it's like the bullet the bullet thing. Is yeah, like, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, oh, my wife's making tea. Can you hear that? I did hear a whistle there. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I oh shit, I just closed it. I'm ranking this. Um, it's been a while since. I've seen the day after tomorrow. I don't know. I feel like on a first time watch, I was, I liked this more than I liked the day after tomorrow, but I feel like comparing the two, I would probably still say the day after tomorrow is a better movie. Um, my Roland Emmerich ranked list doesn't have 2012 on it, but so far it's independence day. Patriot, Godzilla, Day After Tomorrow, Moonfall, Resurgence, 10,000 BC. (laughs) So it's not like it's a huge list, but Moonfall is technically in the bottom half. Uh, I have seen Anonymous, but I don't really remember it. I don't even know what that is. That's his uh, William Shakespeare movie. Where oh. William Shakespeare is a fraud or something. I don't really remember it, but it's like someone else wrote everything. Oh, Stargate. I haven't watched that in a while. I didn't put that on the list, but I feel like it's better than these disaster ones. I think the first half of Stargate is really good. But, yeah. Um. But- and I, I didn't see White House down. I or Midway. I saw Midway. Midway was horrible. It suffered from this. It's there's these new movies that like because you can make a feature film now on an iPhone mm. and get away with things with is just like having a subscription to After Effects, but it still doesn't look good. Whereas like Midway, it's just like tons of this green screen blurry like half ass cg <laughs> you know what i mean yeah it's just like uh they're they're stretching their dollar for sure but it doesn't look good and yeah the characters in that 
No. I, w- I honestly, especially even where this movie goes at the end, I'd rather have, uh, I would have rather had an Independence Day Resurgence 3. Where, because, like, how that movie ends, yeah, there's, there's hints of other things to come, and it feels like the reveal in this has, like, connections to that, where it's like, I would much rather that happen. I, at one point, I was thinking, is this a fake Independence Day? Or, like, there's, like, it was almost like, is this going to be, like, split? That it's in the Independence Day universe somehow. Yeah, that would have been cool. Maybe. <laughs> like, sort of, like, kind of like um, split. Like, a reveal toward the end that it's like, oh, these are actually sort of connected. Because, but, like, I don't know. There's too much in common uh, for it to pull it off because it's almost the same movie. And... You wouldn't be able to explain that, uh, like none of the stuff would line up, like just with the astronauts at the beginning. Like, there would have to be some sort of references earlier than right. There, what happens there, towards the yeah, end? Yeah, there were the lack of belief in aliens. Yeah, would not make any sense unless you had a prequel somehow. But yeah. Okay, I think we should wrap it up. Okay. Um, next week, I don't know that we decided but on something. Maybe Moses. Oh stuff? yeah, yeah, we were talking Moses. Um, it's Easter, Passover. Seems about right. We've talked about doing it. Uh, let's give it a shot. Let's go. Yeah, from I'll, I'll watch movies. three of them for sure. I will watch. I'm dedicated to watch Ten Commandments, Exodus, Gods and Kings, and Prince of Egypt. And if I have time, I'll watch that Ben Kingsley Moses as well. Yeah, I'm about the same unless there's something else that I'm forgetting about. But it's been a while since I've seen the Ten Commandments and I haven't seen Exodus. So, uh, yeah good times uh so join us for passover celebration <laughs> <laughs> next week hi hi <laughs> um there is a great well, the whole it's full of jokes but uh weird owl has pretty fly for a rabbi okay and there's a great joke in it about um circumcision <laughs> uh, it says something like the parents pay the moil and he gets to keep the tip nice and I never got it as a child when I first heard the song and now it's like oh tip as in tipping money but also <laughs> the circumcision <laughs> what do I they do it. with that do they just chuck that in the garbage yeah I'm sure there's a special garbage for those but uh, but but for real I'm sure there's a special garbage in the hospital or wherever they're doing it but where does that garbage go 
<laughs> like, yeah, I don't know what you happens know what I with mean? bio waste. I can tell you. No. All right. Well, <laughs> that's a way to end it. <laughs> well, you can cut it earlier. No, if you that's want. <laughs> uh, cut it earlier. There we go. We're still going. <laughs> Say a pretty fly for a